I can see you out there, Cam. I've talked to like 19 basketball people in three hours. Arizona Sports. Our son's mega mind, Kellen Olsen, joining Wolf and Luke to talk about the Phoenix Suns now. Now, Kellen walks in, we play this intro, it's like our son's mega mind. You know what? You know what my intro is on this show? Jared what? Carlin being t- saying something about how you're <laughs> overusing the word great if you yeah. call Luke Lipinski great. That's called branding right there. It's, it's great. It's branding. Fantastic. Well done, Killer. What's going on, Kellen? How you doing, man? Hey. Isn't this Good exciting? to see you guys. I was just popping in to say hi to Aaron, and Aaron was like, do you want to go in there? I was like, yeah, all right, sure. Boy, <laughs> like right now, and you guys are on the air, and I'm like, all right. Sure. We have a lot of questions. For yeah, Hi. Killer. I'm ready. <laughs> Welcome to the interrogation. What's up? going to go first? I'm still trying to like wake up. I, I'm trying to figure it out. It was one to two months, and it was one month, and then two months for Cam Johnson, and then there were days <laughs> that were added to it right now. Is Cam ready to go? Is he ready to go? Do you feel confident that Cam Johnson is ready to walk out there and pick up right where he left off? Not necessarily to that extent, Wolf, just because minutes restrictions and all that kind of stuff, right? But yeah, uh, this has been overdue for this team. You mentioned the timeline that we had. That was reported uh, by Brian Windhorst at one to two months, and I think it's been an extra two weeks, I want to say. Yep. So something something around there. But he's been... It, I asked him this today. It's got to be frustrating when you're Wolf, you would know through like rehabs that you've had where your body feels ready, but the doctors are like, well, we're just waiting to check this one more box. And it felt like he was just waiting for that final box or two for the last two or three weeks because I was in my usual spots two, three hours before a game, seeing him run up and down and, and do all this kind of stuff where physically he's ready to go, but he's it, it, it must feel that way for him. But the medical staff and everything are making sure cross their T's, dot their I's, and especially so, uh, they, they always do this, but especially with what's happened recently with Devin Booker and campaign both re-injuring themselves this season, so you want to be more safe than sorry, to say the least. Wolf threw out this question earlier in the show before this news had officially broken, and uh, and he was like, you know, if you could have one of these guys back first, Devin Booker, Cam Johnson, Chris Paul, who would it be? And then I laughed at him for a while, because like, Devin Booker's obviously the most important player, but when I actually answered, my answer was Cam Johnson, as was his because Cam Johnson is still, it's not like he's learning how to play a different position, but he's stepping in as a starter this season. He wasn't that before, and he's played, what, seven and a half games this year, eight games. So how important is it to get him back, not just because the team needs to win some games here, but for Cam specifically in, in a in a newish role? It's it's gigantic. His return especially has been the one because, I mean, I, you can go across any sport, and if you take two of your three most important players at a specific position, you're going to be in a really tough position. If you're talking about your two best left wingers in hockey, now your third liners and fourth liners are stepping up. You're calling up some guys from Tucson. I like that, it when you come in and make hockey references. Sure. It makes me feel at home. When we're talking about football, Wolf, if you're down your first two starting corners or because two of your three best corners. You couldn't and, understand it if unless I talk in your language. Okay, good. <laughs> Why we I'm, had just, in. I'm just trying to like broad, broad, don't break the guests uh, this early. We have more we have to ask him. It's not no. like the Cardinals dealt with injuries this year because oh, I have to bring up no. all these examples and everything. Oh, um, Did you have to bring that back? Oh, I, I mean, my overwhelming cool. or my overriding point here is that rosters are not designed to have two of their six most important players gone in any sport at all. So you take a third of those guys, one of them being Jake Ryder, who hasn't played this year, and one of them being Cam, and when they're at the same position... It's just going to crumble in some sort of way. And what has happened is there's been the injuries at the ball handler position as well. Like if we see Chris Paul back, he, he fully practiced today. So we'll, we'll see 
We'll see. Wow. All right. That is the that Alan is the tagline of good news here. That is the tagline of Monty Williams. We'll see. So you see practice today. He was getting in work with Cam Johnson, Saban Lee, and Dwayne Washington Jr. after practice. It was good to see. It sounds like you were actually at Suns practice for like the first time in a couple months, as opposed to just being at a practice with guys wearing Suns uniforms. Oh, and actually, the Suns practicing out there. Oh, I see. I see what see you the did sarcasm there. Sarcasm, right there. Yeah, sarcasm. that's that's why we get along yeah. so well, and why you want to kick me out after making the football <laughs> analogy. <laughs> Um, it, at ball handlers specifically, if they just get one of those three ball handlers back, it's going to be such a huge relief. To, and, and this is the same kind of thing. Like if they are able to trade Jake Crowder for someone who's going to come into that wing rotation, or if they are able to get Cam Johnson back, you're going to feel that relief a ton. And we're, they're going to feel it tomorrow against a Brooklyn team that is rolling for sure. Uh, but they're without Kevin Durant, so we'll. I, the, I think the Suns have a decent chance to to win that game. And this is when they really have to start to get rolling during this home stand. So, killer, you, you mentioned Jake Crowder right there. And, of course, all the rumors that are out there and people wonder what's going on with Jay Crowder. Um, The Suns, as we all know, are going to trade Jay Crowder at some point in time. There was speculation out there that maybe he might be involved in a Fred Van Vliet trade. Your thoughts on that? And what do you think the Suns would have to trade in order to make that work? It it does not make sense if we waited this, if the Suns waited this long just to trade Jay Crowder for Grayson Allen or Jalen McDaniels or some of these, uh, Rui Hachimura, like it just doesn't make sense if they waited this long to get back a seventh, eighth, ninth guy. Yeah. You have to believe now that could still happen to be clear. I don't want to like set people's expectations right. too high, but I think essentially what has happened is the Suns have three mid-level contracts. They have Dario Sarge, Landry Shaman, and Jay Crowder. Even if Jay's on an expiring, he is the best player of those three. He is the most valuable trade ship of those three. So if you're looking to make a bigger type of deal, he is the one asset of those three that you want to hold on to for for a time like this where uh, restrictions have been lifted on certain players and you're looking at certain deals where the money gets up there and, and he's the type of asset that could figure into one of those deals. I believe that's why we've been waiting so long. Now, is that kind of deal going to come up in two weeks? I, I don't know. It, I mean, it probably won't. It's really difficult to get that kind of deal done. But ESPN Zach Lowe made a, g- a good point on his podcast a couple of weeks ago. And you think about what the Suns are asking for. Like they want a guy who's going to come in here and help them win right now. And they are giving up a guy who wants to come in who's going to come in and help you win right now. So yeah. usually when who you do you trades with? in hockey or football or any other oh, sport, now I get it. <laughs> when you do it in any other sport, you can look at it and just see the difficulty because you're asking for a guy, usually in this kind of situation, you're trading Jay Crowder for a protected first round pick and like, yeah. a, like a, a, a prospect of some sort, right? That's not what the Suns are looking for and it's made it much more difficult for them to get the trade done. Kellen, I know you were doing actual work, so thanks for coming in here. But <laughs> That's right, Kellen. Kevin Zerman's got to go home, man. He's got a baby to go to and everything. <laughs> Kevin's sitting out there like, why is he in there? I, I, I like begrudgingly told him like, oh, just wait 10 more minutes before you go home. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'll go do my job now. Bye. Love your stuff. Thanks, thanks guys. Thank you, dude.